Hello and welcome to the Pimlin Bear Podcast. My name is James Gore. And in this episode for the 5th of March 2021, I'm going to be jumping into technical analysis on Bitcoin. We just broke below a recent low in the four hour time frame in a downtrend, broken a bit of the market structure, but we're going to talk about who is actually selling Bitcoin using on-chain data, have lots of useful information there, what we can expect for the rest of the week, the rest of the month, uh, based on this information, and then some absolutely crazy news. There's been some exchanges being banned from regions. There's so much going on in this episode. It's quite, it's quite crazy. Um, but just before we do jump in, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and hit like and comment below. A comment could be literally anything, just because it really helps out with the algorithm if you leave a like and comment. helps get more exposure helps the channel grow um so let's jump into technical analysis and price action on bitcoin today so we're going to drill down to the four hour time frame because that's what we've been keeping an eye on on this channel and it's been giving us the key information we need to see where markets trending so just before i do jump in i need to preface this i am bullish bitcoin bullish bitcoin for the long term bullish bitcoin for this market cycle and i still think the bull trend is intact but looking at the charts, if you remember my last video, I was talking about how 52,170 USD, this red line that was highlighted, I did highlight this in the newsletter that I released um, a couple of days before the last video, which spoke about as we approach this level, it's a key level to see if we get rejected, we'll break above and retest and go on to higher highs. Um, we were rejected from this level. And that was the higher high moving on from 49581. So higher high, higher low, higher high, and then rejection. And what we we're ultimately looking for was can we maintain a higher high, a higher low rather, above uh, the last low of 4734, $47,034. We couldn't, we broke below that. And we actually see a lot of uh, buy side pressure just below. So we've formed a new lower low which suggests that the bears are wrestling control to be fair we've had quite a few candles where it's just a constant downtrend no no trend change there just downtrend 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 and now all we're looking for uh to kind of and this is purely on the four hour time frame to to suggest there's there's two bullish scenarios and one bearish okay so the bullish scenario would be uh, a new higher high. That's an absolute bullish case where we break above our last high of 52,666. Well, 666 at the end. Um, <laughs> but we break above that. And we don't even need to close above that. We just need to break above that level and preferably close above the last high we closed above, which was uh 51,700 roughly. Okay, so that's the most bullish case. We basically established a new higher high. The le slightly less bullish case is that we establish a high higher than the last high we established, which was a high of 50,231. Because what that'd be suggesting is that market will be uh, recovering, we'll see more strength, and basically more likely to see price compression, see a few inside bars if we zoom out, and then we'll see a break to the upside or downside. So that's the slightly less bullish case. And then the least bullish case would be not being able to close above 49,581 uh, which is where we were rejected from roughly on that the previous high uh, on the chart we can see here back on the second because that would suggest that we formed a probably form a head and shoulders pattern actually but that would basically be 
likely followed, likely followed by a lower low than the low we've seen, which is at 46.250. And then that mean we'd, you know, retest the lows of this entire trend. So what do I expect to see moving forward? Looking at the four hour time frame, well, I actually expect more ranging. I mentioned this previously, and I said that I think I mentioned this on Twitter actually. And guys, make sure you do follow me on Twitter because throughout the day I'm posting updates on how the market's moving. I'm using on chain data, I'm using, looking at technicals, and I'm just posting it out there to give you guys a bit of an idea, a bit of insight. But um, but the Twitter is underscore bull and bear. Um, one underscore. <coughs> Pardon me, sorry and um and yeah so so that's what i'll be looking for bearish case scenario is uh we break it below the most recent low but as i was as i mentioned in the last video we're likely to trend sorry to range between uh that actually the absolute high which was fifty-eight thousand, and the most recent low if we zoom out though uh and pay attention to the daily charts all that's happened Realistically speaking, is we reached a high, we retraced, we had a new high, which we got rejected from, double tweets at top, so that sell side pressure that does suggest that we're going to see more downside, um, and then price uh, trending back down to low. So we're just more likely to range now. I, I think we're more likely, most likely to range between where these candles have been closing, so forty five thousand two hundred. Um, and then the high, which would be 52,170. So that's that's most likely based on what I'm seeing on the daily time frame on the charts. If that doesn't happen, that's great. But today's candle hasn't closed. If it closes like this, it's actually relatively bullish, um, despite what's happening on the lower time frame. So that's BTC. Um, so let's talk a bit about who is selling Bitcoin because there's been two sides of this story at the moment. So if you look at the on-chain data, we can see massive amounts of Bitcoin being uh, sent off of Coinbase. Okay, huge amounts of Bitcoin being sent off Bitcoin. We're talking about 13,000 Bitcoin at a time, 15,000 Bitcoin at a time. This is periodically, okay? And the flip side of this coin is someone is selling this Bitcoin as well. So it's the end of it's March. March is historically a bad quarter for the markets. Um, and Willy Woo, fantastic uh, on-chain uh, analysis. Uh, his, his website's wooball.com. I spoke about this in my How to Call Bitcoin Bottom and Tops video. Um, his site is the kind of the first one I go to to kind of give macro perspective on how, how healthy Bitcoin is looking for, from an investment perspective. But he's basically said that you know the initial sell-off from uh you know from the top the 58k top was margin longs being liquidated and this was shown by the on-chain data this was shown by you know i think we had like uh one billion dollars worth of liquidations across the market which is historical uh, first um in such a short space of time but basically what you're saying is it's most likely to be head funds rebalancing for the end of q1 and that's what we're 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 you know, likely to see if we look at the on-chain data as well, he's saying wells with a thousand to ten thousand BTC, and you kind of have to think about who these these parties would be. They've been uh, selling down their positions since uh, basically uh, progressively since February, actually. So, um, um, you know, this is this is good for us because if you're bullish Bitcoin long term, I'll tell you why. Um, and just to explain, they're rebalancing, which means they're they're selling their winners to buy to buy, you know, to fill in the other positions, which is rebalancing their portfolio, which I I don't always recommend doing. Um, 
especially considering Warren Buffett says, for example, if you're an investor, back your winners, don't sell your winners, um, you know, double down into them. So, but anyway, um, this this is this is good for people uh, for the small players like us who don't have uh, ten thousand BTC, one thousand seven thousand BTC. Sorry, sorry to let you guys down. I don't have that much Bitcoin. Would love to, but I obviously don't. Um, because what this means for us is one, it's on discount, it's cheaper. Price is obviously going to go higher. Two, other hedge funds are going to buy back in. And three, the other side of this equation. Okay, so who who is going to because because they have to do this at the end of q1 which means moving forward after q1 it's back to, it's back to normal operating procedure okay also a similar thing happens when it comes to the tax time paying taxes we usually see a bit of a set-off as well um but who who has been buying this bitcoin because i did mention at the start of the video we're seeing 13k bitcoin leave the market 15k bitcoin leave the market in one go we're seeing uh those bots on exchanges buy and bid bitcoin on coinbase uh in very small fractional amounts um still and guess who it is it's microstrategy so <laughs> microstrategy has announced that they are um if i can find the article because i didn't actually order it where is it i didn't have it let's see nope 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 we'll get to it later but microstrategy has been buying a massive amount of bitcoin again michael sales announced that he's bought a massive amount of bitcoin again so we're getting firstly an idea of who 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 these wallets are owned by based on price and when when bitcoin leaves the exchange which is really useful because if they start to send bitcoin to exchanges then we can kind of be concerned but it's, but there's there's another player there's actually another player because it's not going to the same wallet so i did mention a, a little while ago that twitter is uh raising a convertible note to buy which what seems to be to you know follow the bitcoin for corporations playbook uh they announced it they're likely to be buying bitcoin they haven't announced they've bought bitcoin and they will be buying bitcoin but you know what other companies raised convertible note in the last couple of months to, to buy bitcoin micro strategy you know uh jack ceo of twitter he's a bitcoin he heavily uh heavy bitcoin bitcoin backer makes complete sense that they're doing this and of course, we have a you know a wave of institutions waiting to get their hands on some Bitcoin. So, um, very bullish for people that are in this for the long term. Remember, these dips are inconsequential in the in the grand scheme of things. Okay, if you look at the Bitcoin chart, this is the most bullish chart you've ever seen. Uh, you know, if, you, if we look at the weekly chart, for example, um, it's, it's it's ridiculous. It actually is ridiculous. So, you know. Seeing this constant uptrend, grand scheme of things, you know, if Bitcoin's price is going to be 100k or more, um, you know, Bitcoin's cheap. Bitcoin is still cheap. So I'm constantly buying Bitcoin periodically through the day in fractional amounts, um, stacking sats, so to speak. Uh, my trading positions, they're, you know, depending on when I make an entry, the, the places I've kind of closed them off for a stop is really some, some, you know, if you're an intraday trader, you say it's pretty lax, but if you're, swing trader and you know trying to get good entries on this market this is this is kind of one of those times where you would you kind of could make a make a really good entry even if you are considerably wrong in terms of um bitcoin you know forming a new low low you know touching 37 40k kind of range you know end of this bull cycle you could you could still make quite heavy mistake and do well okay so uh, grand scheme of things inconsequential so 
let's get to the news for the past couple of days. There's so much going on, guys. Um, so CoinMarketCap has reported 100 million views in February, which is, surpasses the Wall Street Journal, Bloomberg, uh, and Investopedia, uh, which is crazy. So, you know, we have a really huge uh demand or interest in cryptos at the moment retail is definitely here retail's never left to be honest with you retail has been what's driving the you know trading in bitcoin and the crypto space for the last decade so they've always been here realistically speaking if, if you want to think about the classical uh, uh term of who retail is um in terms of bitcoin history you know as the you know the hardcore cypherpunks and you know people that were using it for uh you know libertarians and then people are using it for you know nefarious means so to speak i use that in inverted commas i use that quite liberally liberally because really it's you know th things aren't hurting people um it's you know usually what they're using it for but this is big and i'm going to talk about coinbase's ipo next as well actually because coinbase's ipo you know it's it's coming up and Coinbase has basically been valued to be more valuable than the NASDAQ, uh, than the ICE exchange, New York Stock Exchange, ICE, which is the parent company for New York Stock Exchange. Basically, all these traditional legacy markets uh, exchanges are valued less than Coinbase's based on you know their valuation and the interesting thing is 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 the coinbase ipo you know once it's you know run its course is it actually going to be able to hold this value um and i mentioned previously before you know they they hold a shockingly little amount of bitcoin 130 million dollars worth of bitcoin which is nothing considering the uh you know how long they've been in the game uh 2013 um, but the key thing is the this is a cash-rich uh, business. Uh, they're, they're extremely profitable and it's highly likely they're going to continue to be extremely profitable and do very well because this is an emerging space. We're, very, we're still a very small uh, industry, so to speak, very small market. And realistically speaking, then they haven't even gone the route of Binance, which eventually they will, which will be listing any old shitcoin. Um, so, you know, it's... It's only a matter of time. So in terms of valuation, I think this is an opportunity here. Once the dust settles to actually take advantage of some of the volatility from the coin, you know, uh, Coinbase uh, listing. Um, I personally wouldn't participate in the IPO just because it's um, it's very risky. I'd, I'd you know I'd I'd probably say there's other things you could you could uh, play with. But it's huge. It's absolutely huge. Moving on. So. In more uh, going public news, Bitfury's US Bitcoin mining subsidi subsidiary to go public via $2 billion SPAC merger. So SPACs are extremely hot right now. Um, this is a trend we're likely to see. And the more we see this, uh, the more of a problem it's going to be for the average person to get Bitcoin long term, which is why I'm 100% going into mining. I've done all the math. Um, it makes sense when Bitcoin reaches a certain price that you have to mine Bitcoin to really, as well as trade, of course, but you have to be mining Bitcoin to get any kind of significant amount of Bitcoin because um, the price is going to be too high. It will be cheaper to mine. Um, and and uh, long term, 
you know, if we're seeing like 500K Bitcoin, you know, like for the average person, it makes sense to mine long-term. It's just, there are, there are risks to it. Um, and there are some, you know, you know, parties you can go through to help help you with the energy costs and running costs and sourcing funds, which I'll probably tackle in a different video. Um, but it makes sense for Bitcoin just because of the price. But what we're likely to see is more and more of these mining companies go public. They, through whatever, you know, whatever mean they could, for example, this SPAC merger is an example of one. They go public, which is great, great for the space. Um, then they start doing the, we're going to raise, uh, you know, do a speculative, speculative attack on, on the dollar, basically, or whatever, on fiat. And we're going to raise a convertible note to buy Bitcoin. Um, and then they'll just stop selling Bitcoin because, again, Michael Saylor, you know, he's he has a lot of good foresight. You know, he's spoken about a lot of eventualities that people haven't considered. When Bitcoin starts to really increase in value, it's going to become more and more scarce because people won't want to sell their Bitcoin. And when it reaches a point where miners aren't willing to sell their Bitcoin, exchanges don't even have enough Bitcoin to, to sell to people. I mean, look at Coinbase. They only have $130 million worth of Bitcoin. That's crazy. Um, what happens when they don't have any more to sell? You know, it's it, that's that, that's likely to happen within the next five to 10 years. OK, so if you want to stay ahead of the game, I'd say mining is the way to go. But this is kind of the first signs of uh, things trending that way where we won't be able to buy Bitcoin for the average person, I'd say. Next up, talking about GBTC. Uh, so GBTC is basically the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. It's trading at a 12% discount. So what does it mean when there's a negative NAV, when there's a negative premium for this, this amount? It means that, firstly, you have to think about who buys Bitcoin through this instrument. It's people that wouldn't be able to get exposure through exchanges or they're not comfortable with the counterparty risk or they don't know how to kind of self-custody, okay? So they haven't gone those extra steps. So this is, this is mostly legacy finance, okay? So, and again, this fits in with what we've, we've seen from the Willy Woo uh, on-chain data. So when when Grayscale is trading at a negative premium, it basically means interest in Bitcoin, buying Bitcoin is significantly lower compared to typical. Uh, and this falls in line with the idea that, you know, funds are selling Bitcoin at the moment. I get off the screen. Sorry. Uh, funds are selling Bitcoin at the moment. OK, so um, at a certain point, especially when there are new products available as well, like the the bitcoin etf in canada um they could get exposure through that without having to pay, pay such a premium that we typically see um so this is this is kind of confirming what we were we we saw from willy woo uh, willy woo's tweets um okay moving on so the next piece is about microstrategy basically they now hold ninety-one thousand bitcoin saying that they own bitcoin at the price or average price of twenty-four thousand btc which would mean they were buying bitcoin quite a considerable time ago I actually don't remember when they first bought Bitcoin, what the actual average price was. So I don't know how this article is saying that. From what I can tell, they were actually, um, it's more around 40, 40K-ish, just above 42K. Um, but we see um, we have very on-chain, strong on-chain support at $47,000. Around 500,000 uh, BTC has been moved at that level. So think about this, guys think about this past couple of months 500,000 BTC has left exchanges to cold storage at around the $47,000 level 
okay these people are not going to be selling their bitcoin below that level okay something horribly terrible would have to happen for that to, for that to be the case and then we see a you know a mass a mass sell off the market would probably collapse if that was the case if they were going to do that because the price would have to be so low and they would have to completely dump on the market so 500,000 bitcoin has been sent off of exchanges okay at 47k roughly averaging 47k okay and that's in total so current price is around 478815 um you know that from on-chain metrics kind of say the floor is relatively close to where the price is at the moment okay moving on some uh industry news john mcafee the crypto uh notorious crypto uh chap um <laughs> has been charged with security frauds securities fraud and money laundering so you know it's interesting arthur hayes uh ex-ceo bitmex um it seems like he's going to be getting coming out coming out of uh his issues kind of scot-free based on what we can tell um so you know i don't know i think he's living in singapore at the moment um and i'm not sure where mcafee was i think mcafee was arrested um in on u.s soil which you know if you want to kind of play the jurisdiction game don't be in the US if you're going to commit, you know, if you're going to shill uh, cryptos. But um, so let's quickly talk about this. So Jimmy Gale Watson, executive advisor of McAfee's cryptocurrency team, was arrested in Texas on March 4th. In this statement, Manhattan US attorney Audrey Strauss claims that the two use social media to make a fortune through lies and deception. As alleged, as alleged, McAfee and Watson exploited the widely used social media platform, Twitter, and enthusiasm among investors in emerging cryptocurrency market to make millions through lies and deception. The defendants allegedly used McAfee's Twitter account to publish messages to hundreds of thousands of his Twitter followers touting various cryptocurrencies through false and misleading statements to conceal their true self-interested motives. So if you guys remember this back in 2017, in the run-up to December, to the Bitcoin's peak and past that, and you know John McAfee's tweeting... Do you do any of you really think that he wasn't shilling coins to pump and dump? You know, it's it's crazy, but I know he's 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 being arrested for securities fraud. Money laundering, I don't know how it comes into play because that's a whole different that's a whole different kettle of fish. But um you know, basically what this is saying is that these cryptocurrencies that he was shilling are firstly securities. So that's interesting if, if he does get charged with something because they have to basically prove that what he was shilling was securities fraud, uh, were securities because if there's any fraud, then, you know, they have to be securities. But the, the second thing is like, does, does, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just surprised that, it, you know, people that were watching what he was suggesting weren't aware that he was, you know, should basically pumping and dumping you know he own, own these coins talk about them say it's going to go to infinity saying he has a partnership with these projects i don't even know if i don't even remember if he said these were sponsored posts but then they'd have to kind of and then he'd dump on the market basically which we've seen this from a few quite a few influences from within the space so cryptocurrency specific influences in the space um you know we had we had that with substratum um we had this with a few others as well a few other projects um but yeah it's it's probably not going to end we're probably going to see more and more people move into the space and and kind of do that as well like to see some of this action with nfts which is a bit different nfts i think it's possible to kind of get away with this because 
they're non-fungible tokens as opposed to the actual project itself. So it'd make more sense that if influencers were coming into the space, they'd just shill uh, NFTs that they own already um, that they could have bought for cheap and say it's going to be worth an amazing amount. So be careful with people with platforms. Um, I released a video earlier today about uh, an influencer that you know news hasn't really been covered on him from within the space um and he's been basically scamming people out of bitcoin and i recommend you watch that video just give it a thumbs up and a, and a like a, a like and a comment just because it helps helps it get more uh visible in the youtube algorithm so we can kind of help people not get um not fall prey to his bitcoin scam which is still going on which is insane uh moving on so we have some data from goldman sachs so 61 percent of goldman sachs surveyed clients are bullish on crypto so this was from a digital assets client survey um and there were some really insightful things from that survey i recommend you go take a look uh very easy to find online but is this is this any surprise okay we're seeing cryptocurrency kind of crossing the chasm hitting the mainstream um it makes complete sense that you know more and more people that are you know using these legacy financial institutions to kind of uh, for investing. They want you know want they want exposure. They don't know how to get exposure. They want to go through their traditional methods. They're obviously going to go to the you know Goldman's and ask their their uh, financial advisors, investment managers. Hey, I want to buy some Bitcoin. How do I buy Bitcoin? And they say, I'm sorry, we can't advise that you buy Bitcoin. You'd have to go elsewhere. Basically, is what happens. And we've seen this. Uh, I think the last time I checked with this was back in like January. Um, there was like uh, some stuff going around regarding they still can't provide their clients with any kind of proper exposure. Um, and I think we've seen Goldman Sachs or JP Morgan reopen their Bitcoin trading desk, which is hilarious. So if I quickly go to the next piece of news. So JP Morgan tells private wealth clients that Bitcoin can be a portfolio diversifier if sized correctly. So, so... I can't remember what the quote is, but I think it's something like first they uh, laugh at you, then they deny, like denial, laughter, something else, and then they join you. Um, if anyone knows the quote, do leave a comment below. But um, you know it, you know J.P. Morgan uh, like money. These 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 legacy financial, uh, you know, uh, companies. Let's say institutions they like making money if they see they can make money from this space they will um and the truth is everyone is going to allocate to bitcoin at a certain point it's, it's inevitable at this point um the fact jp morgan is saying this you know don't forget three years ago we had jamie diamond saying bitcoin was a scam while one of their subsidiaries was buying massive amounts of bitcoin if you if you if you haven't been following the channel that long um, you know, I think this was back in May 2017, um, April, May 2017, we had China FUD, we had Jamie Dimon uh, basically saying Bitcoin was a scam um, and and that would actually impact the price. It would actually crash the price like like by like a thousand or uh, like 10% or 15% when, when he'd say these comments. Right now, there isn't, there isn't a negative comment any of these people could come out with that would negatively impact the price at all at all we've, we've, we're beyond that point now and you know bitcoin really is the honey badger um and what do i mean by that is you know honey badgers are extremely resilient um you know i think they you know when they go hunting for food they get bitten by venomous snakes uh and they still you know attack them that's kind of bitcoin bitcoin the more the more bitcoins attack the stronger it gets 
And eventually, just because it is such hard money, it is very unique. And the network itself is completely unique and cannot be replicated. It's amazing. Um, it's only a matter of time before you know these you know the domino effect happens and and you know we get nation states allocating to bitcoin and that's the one piece of news i forgot to incorporate today which i read yesterday uh iran is going to be mining bitcoin so you know that i think that's the second or third country that is specifically acquiring bitcoin and that's going to their treasury so you know it's it's a matter of time before we start to have these western countries either allocate to bitcoin and be smart or uh they are going to extremely suffer long term which is which is possible um but you know hopefully countries do start to allocate a portion of their treasury to bitcoin um i saw a video recently of you know from way back when of the bank of england's gold reserves uh and there's massive amounts of gold but you know the gold market is is highly manipulated um and rehypothecated so um it's very hard to tell how much bit gold there actually is with bitcoin that's a completely different thing it's, imp it's it's very you know it, that's not going to happen um very 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 unlikely so anyway moving on so ethereum news so we get ethereum devs approve eip uh 1559 for july which will reduce the fees on the network as a huge network upgrade we also have a majority consensus from miners so ethereum i'm going to revisit the ethereum chart right now because i mentioned recently that um ethereum had a support and resistance flip and a test actually and uh it's a key moment and it's a historical level that was tested as well historical resistance that was broken above and we have an Adam and looks like an Adam and Adam bottom actually. Adam and Eve bottom as well on the chart. So with this big news, there's so much news that's happened, guys, it's really hard to cover. But we you know we've had we've had, you know, migrations from the Ethereum blockchain to the Binance chain with uh, decentralized exchanges. We've then seen those same exchanges fall prey to hacks. Um on the Binance chain, but not on the Ethereum chain, just due to the cost of transacting. So I really feel like Ethereum's not going anywhere. And if you were thinking about Ethereum's price uh, for in you know macro cycle, it's, it's likely to be much more than 2K, more likely five to 10K. And that's probably conservative in the lifetime of this project. Um, so something to bear in mind. Moving on, I'm gonna, trying to end this video as quickly as possible because we run over time but kraken ceo has basically said bitcoin is going to infinity on a uh, public piece he was interviewed and um with yield yield curve control um likely to be on the books it's you know it, how how do you you know you can't price it is it, it we're basically at a point where money is just we have unlimited money and that's just going to flow into bitcoin whatever rate it does means that bitcoin's price is going to increase relative to that money but what it actually means is that bitcoin becomes the base unit of account and, and i may sound like a like a crazy crazy bull but if we do see yield curve control uh what the kraken ceo has actually said is true it will it will go to infinity but all that means is everything else is hyperinflationary compared to bitcoin um 
So pretty insane. Um, but what he's saying, you know, th there's a reason why he's saying it. So, okay, last few pieces of news, guys. So let's skip that. So Ripple news. We have some Ripple news now. So Ripple signs 15 new contracts with banks despite the SEC lawsuit. It's highly likely it's going to get a slap on the wrist and fine. At worst, I've spoken about this previously. So, you know, if you look at the Ripple charts and you look, think, you know, there's a trading opportunity here. And I would say not a holding opportunity because there's much other better coins that you can make money from. Ripple isn't the one. Uh, Ripple's good for trading, not for holding or investing. But this this is just more signaling that we're going to see Ripple pump. Okay, so moving on, some really big news for Bytebit uh, in the UK. So Bytebit has to shut down shut down UK operations to comply with FCA mandate. So I I use Bytebit a bit. Um, I use Bytebit a bit. I use Bytebit um, not not often because I just prefer FTX and Binance. Um, and I'm based in the UK, if you can tell from my accent, and it it just means that. You, you know, if you want to use Bytebit, it will have to be through a VPN because <laughs> it's probably not going to stop people um, if they really want to use Bytebit. Or you can just use another exchange like FTX. And I think FTX is a great exchange. Um, next up, we're going we're gonna to leave it here, to, here at the moment, guys. Um, if you want me to cover anything else, uh, if you want to see me do a video on any topic, I have two days this weekend where I can just focus purely on content for you guys. Um, do leave a comment below. I really do appreciate it. It really helps with the algorithm. Um, I'm likely, what else am I doing? Any announcements? Um, I'm sorting out Patreon and the Discord. I've, what would be cool is if I could get five or 10 of 10 people that are willing to test some things out again. I asked for this previously, had a few people test, test out the website um and that was great because it got gave a lot of good feedback and then i left it for six months in terms of just working on it pure periodically now i can just uh have have uh, a few weeks left where i can really focus on just getting that out for you guys it's, it's like 99 percent there i just want to make sure it's good for you guys um so if i if, if five or ten of you would be up for testing the website, which basically has a wide range of courses, has lots of resources, cheat sheets. Um, we have live streams on there, uh, trading group, they have signals, uh, so entries, exit, stop losses for crypto. Um, what else do we have on there? There is a position size calculator, so you know how much you should place per trade based on your win rate, which is really important. So if you do keep a trading log, it's great because it adjusts your risk based on win rate. And of course, um, how much capital you have, you know, the risk reward of that particular trade, which is which is really how everyone should be trading if they follow a strategy, unless they're really intuitive and uh, are really good at doing that uh, or playing with those figures off the, off the head or they use 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 trading view to do some of that um what else what else what else there's lots of good stuff on there uh so it'd be really cool if you comment below and just let me know that you're up for that it's gonna it'd be completely free for you guys just to test out uh, and then i'm going to reset everything again because what i've done is i created it before in the past had people test it made the changes reset everything and then i'll probably do it one more time and then everyone can, can get access and it'd be completely open to anyone who wants access to it so um just want to make it good for you guys that's it for today's video. I shall catch you very soon. Next one, happy Friday. I'm going to go do some trading. Go look at the markets. Probably short something, probably long something. Hope you have an amazing week. I shall catch you soon in the next video. Wishing you guys all the very best.